Podcast day is upon us once again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Football Breakdown Podcast. My name is Radwan Dutra. I'll be your host this evening, joined by my very good friend and Sunday League football pundit, Adrian Georgiakopoulos. Adrian, welcome back behind the mic Thank for another you. week. Another week, and what a week it's been. I know. We, every week we get... Every week before we start, we go, you know what? Every round is getting thicker. The games are coming thick and fast. So much action. Yeah, and you just, the table's getting thrown out of proportion. And you just think, how can it beat last week's you know, I know. fixtures? And you Normally, the depression kicks in when you know you're approaching the end of daylight savings time. That's true. Which is yeah, a we're good very thing, close. We're very what close. I, the only reason I like it is because the game's going to move forward like That's two right. hours. So Benefits really, us here in Australia. Well, the early kickoff will be, what, 9.30? Yeah. As opposed to midnight, and yeah, then yeah. the 2 a.m. games get moved to about 11, That's I think. That's right, yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. The only problem is we only get nine or eight and, or nine yeah. rounds out of it. Not many at all. So it's so, start of the season and end of season. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. but it's the end of season that we're really interested in. It's bittersweet. Why is that? Because of the fixtures. How yeah, I, know. I yeah. hear, I hear. But <laughs> as long as the league keeps going the way yeah, it is, yeah. I'm yeah. going to be very happy at the end of this year, I'll tell you that much. But, mate, it was a massive week in the Premier League. Massive. Um, a lot of results that really surprised us, to be fair. I'll, every week now, I don't predict results because I go, I don't actually know which way they're going to go. Because once te- the teams down the bottom are getting desperate, yeah. the teams up the top are, are going gung-ho it, to yeah. challenge for those European spots. Out of the 10 games that are played each week, you, you pretty much can only pick as a definite, two mm-hmm. games out of the ten. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. So people out there, don't put any multis on because yeah. you're throwing away money. Pretty much. You might as well <laughs> give it to us. We'll collect it for you. <laughs> but we've got, a, like I said, we had a massive round in the Premier League. An interesting flashback for our TFB Rewind yeah. segment. FIFA's, FIFA game in the pre-show. Let's really, leave that out of here, mate. Really, uh, <laughs> really definitely lived up to expectation. <laughs> um, all, all the resultant uh, fixtures coming up for this match week as well. Uh, plenty to get through. Let's kick it right off with Liverpool. Uh, they're pretty much the talk of the town pretty much this whole season, yep. to be fair. Um, it's always become a... We've reached the point where we're going, when are they going to win? How soon is it going to happen? And it could happen as early as this weekend. And I, I'm finally at this stage now where you're going to admit that you've won, you've won the league we will before s- the season finishes. Well, before we even get started, so Man City, obviously, now they're... Liverpool only needs six more points, yeah. right? But Man City has a catch-up game against Arsenal on Thursday Correct. morning. Yeah. So realistically, if Arsenal win... Liverpool only have yeah. to win at Everton. Yeah. Well, re- let, let's be honest now. Realistically, Man City were never going to catch up. To be fair, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they With a po- gap that big. They probably could have mathematically, but mathematically doesn't really mean anything yeah. these days. Yeah, reality <laughs> reality versus math yeah. sometimes doesn't always yeah. work out. <laughs> However, with, with, those, with that in mind... Liverpool could win the league without even kicking a ball this weekend because Burnley is playing Man City as well That's right. before the Liverpool-Everton game. Yeah, and, and if Man City lose to Arsenal, if Man City lose to Burnley, Liverpool will be crowned champions That's it. Yeah, yeah. at Everton. Does that mean Everton will give them a guard of honour? Uh, it depends when uh, Burnley versus Man City. Well, the day before. Yeah, well, that's that's it's a high possibility. Imagine, can you imagine being but, an Everton fan? Look, to be completely honest, the way Man City is going, losing against. United recently. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to lose two more games in a row, I've, especially I've, against look, Burnley. I've never, I've never cheered. Um, well, I've never gone to cheer on Arsenal more in my life. It's not Come even. On, you're doing it, it for me. Come yeah, on, it's yeah. out of support for you. Um, the only thing against you is the fact that it is at the Etihad. <laughs> However, I do feel that Arsenal have a shot with Arteta being Pep's number two. Man City is a bit lost. That's the only thing going for him. That funny you say that they are a bit lost. However. Mm. I think all their focus is on the Champions League. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, they I'm, to. I'm pretty sure they've players and manager have sort of, you can say, given up on they've the Premier League. The fact that they're not going to get it. Yeah, yet. and then they've gotten that extra push for the Champions League because mm-hmm. they might not see it for the next two years. Of course, especially so that, that's so, another part, big part of motivation. And the big question is, if they win it, 
What happens then? What happens? That's what, what happens I then? want them to win it. That's why I want them to win really it. That would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see how that all plays out. But Liverpool, their win at home against Bournemouth on the weekend, that was a record. That They broke their own record. There was 22 home, 22 home wins on the trot. They surpassed their great team of 1971-72. That was managed by Liverpool legend Bill Shankly. <laughs> they're two wins away, like we said already, from their first Premier League title in 30 yeah. years. Yeah, it's only a matter of time now. It's only a matter of time. Salah, it was his 100th match. It's massive, funny. massive. He's like, become, he's become. You feel like it's a while reaching that milestone, though. Yeah, it doesn't feel that, that long that he's been there. Though. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It feels like maybe a couple of years. But he scored his his seventieth goal in his hundred in yeah. his hundredth fixture in his hundredth game. Sorry, um, that's a fair credit to yeah, him because when he signed, no one knew what to expect. When he came over from Roma, it was a real it was a real surprise selection. I feel yeah. um, when Nobody, when he signed for Liverpool, not many people expected big things from him. Well, especially because he tried and failed at Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. And if and I think that's why no, there were no big expectations. But that's probably what made him the player he is. Mm-hmm. He had no high expectations for himself. He did what he had to, and he did it well. Well, to be fair to Salah as well, just to put it into context, Fernando Torres. Uh, it took him six, well, in his hundredth game. He had scored sixty-three goals. Robbie Fowler sixty-two. Suarez sixty-two. Michael Owen fifty-four. So he smashed that and out so by at much, least six or seven. Exactly, goals. exactly. And these are natural uh, Torres, especially and Fowler. Everyone would look at them and back in those days, going, "This guy's firing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but Salah's coming in from the wing too. He's not right. an out-and-out out number nine. No, definitely not. So I feel that this in, in, uh, is a good record for himself. Yeah, for sure. In saying that. You yourself as a Liverpool supporter, would you consider Salah one of the greatest Liverpool players? After those names mentioned, Fowler, Torres, Michael Owen. On statistics, yes, but I don't feel he gets the respect he deserves because he is a bit selfish. I have to be fair. He is a bit selfish. However, he did become also the first Liverpool player to score 20 or more goals in three consecutive seasons. And that's a massive task in this day and age in in the Premier League. You don't see that at all. 20 goals, even... There's some strikers yeah. that don't get 20 goals. Huh. And for him to come in off the wing, I feel that he's really... Uh, Klopp's really found a way to get the best out of him. That's right, yeah. And you find that, that he kind of... If if Salah's performing, Mane and Firmino will mould to yeah. him and play around him and vice versa. Correct, yeah, yeah. So they really do share the load around each other. And that's one thing that really has benefited Liverpool because yeah. most defences would set up trying to focus on one particular player. Normally, it's a number nine or the number of ten. Of course, yeah, yeah. However, what do you do when you go, okay, so the wide, the, the player on the on the opposite side of the wing, Sadio Mane, he's, he's very dangerous. So right? let's focus our defensive attention on him. Yeah. Right? But then you've got Firmino in the middle. Then you're kind of like, okay, well, let's also divide the yeah. attention there. And then you've got but Salah. then you've got Salah, who's equally as good as the other That's two. That's right. That three-pronged attack, having that as a weapon... Yeah. But I do feel more teams are finding them out because, let's be fair, they've oh, been going com- at it for about three that years now. That comes with time. That comes with exactly. time. Exactly. And I, I want to see what, what variations Klopp comes up with. And I'll be su- and this is the first time I've mentioned this, that I'd be surprised if Salah was to leave in the summer. Oh, you think that would because happen? I think Liverpool, to be fair, I, I believe Liverpool would cash in on him, yep. make a, a very nice profit, and who, then put that money towards... Who would you buy with that money? Okay. So That's the thing. That there's not... Many there's, players there's out only, there. There's only two players that come to my mind: Timo Werner from RB, RB Leipzig, yeah, and Kylian Mbappe. And that's without sounding ridiculous. Yeah, I think the one there's Mbappe that you yeah. would put straight into the into that slot. Because, for example, if if they were to get, let's say, seventy million for Salah, if he was to go to a Real Madrid, realistically, they're the only team he'd probably go to. Yeah, that all that money could get put towards an Mbappe. And all of a sudden, in Mbappe, that transfer fee doesn't become as ridiculous because you've got half the money already. But do you really think that they'd want to let Salah go? Why not continue this amazing run that Liverpool's having? Champions League and 
pretty much a Premier League now. Because I, I why not continue? That, well, see, I feel that they're molding the, most of the team around Firmino. Yeah. Uh, he's been a mainstay. Sadio Mane as well. Don't I just feel that Mane offers more to the team than Salah. I feel Salah. Okay, that's an interesting, interesting when, point. When Salah's not hot, he's very cold. Oh. Mane can Mane. I feel that especially this season. Yeah, yeah. He's been the player. Salah did it more last year. He'd carry the team. Yeah, yeah. This year, the tension, has, the responsibility I think shifted shared, to Mane. I think it's shared a lot more. Yeah. When yeah. the team's not performing, Mane's been the one to pop up and produce yeah, yeah, something yeah. more than Salah that's has. That's right, yeah. And that's no disrespect to Mohamed Salah because what he does week in, week out to keep that level of consistency is yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I feel that this Liverpool team deserves to be crowned champions as soon as they can to take the pressure off. And I think as soon as, if once they're crowned champions, if they're still in the Champions League, watch that push. Yeah. Because oh, they Klopp have will to. then Klopp, I feel, would this is the best time to give as much Premier League experience to yeah. the youngsters because you've got the league wrapped up. Yeah. You've got nothing to prove anymore. Give them experience. Yeah, and yeah. then focus your best eleven. Of course, on the on Champions Europe, League. Yeah. On your especially because they're out of the FA Cup. So well, well unfortunately they couldn't go after that treble anymore, being yeah. out of the FA Cup. It is what it is. That's what football does yeah. sometimes. So I feel that uh, this year obviously that they're standout performers. Um, I don't feel that the league has necessarily lived up to the hype title race wise. No, definitely but not. But I feel it's lived up to the hype Everyone's relegation, sort of, mid yeah. table and yeah. Europe spots. Everyone's sort of forgotten about that top of the table. Yeah. Because they're so far yeah, ahead. That's right. Because they're so far ahead. But we'll see how that plays out in the last like I said, the next two yeah. months, I'm really looking forward to Very that. Very exciting. Really, really looking forward to just feeling what it's like to win a Premier League. Yeah. Because I feel like we're finally The time there. has finally come. We we'll hope so. <laughs> we we'll hope so. Uh, one manager that's going to have to wait a while before he wins a trophy is Jose Mourinho. And I feel that he's just been rattling this cage at Tottenham week in, week out. The fans are starting to get on his back. And it's not the same old Mourinho of old. No, or I think it is the same Mourinho, but everyone's figured him out. But he, see, I think everyone's just figured him out, and he's feeling the pressure. But what I don't, what I is what hasn't, what I can't compute to date, right? Is when when he was at Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea won almost every game one nil, two nil. Yes, yep, it wasn't yep. the prettiest football, but they were doesn't matter. They'll hard win. to break down, hard to score They'll against. They'll get in the three points. But this Tottenham team is completely fluid. They're end to end. Yep. I don't, I haven't seen a Mourinho team play with that kind of style, and he's got the players that are good enough. Yeah. I'm not saying that the, the world beaters. To be fair, though, they have been struck by a lot of injuries. Correct. A lot of injuries. Correct. But but that's where your depth comes in. And they brought in Tangi and Dombele. They've paid a fair bit. They were close to sixty million. They paid and there were very high expectations for him. Significantly high expectations, and I don't feel that he's lived up to expectation. But I don't feel Badger in the guy is going right to do, do anything better for no, his confidence. And, and and you've seen this pretty much every season with a lot of teams that the first season for new, these new young players, um, you could sort of compare it to Nicolas Pepe. Yes. Um, yep. They don't have the best season. You know, they might be, you know, doing amazing in other leagues in mm-hmm. Europe or wherever they're coming from, but that Premier League has that sort of standard where, you know, it's rough, it's yep. it's fast, it's in-your-face sort of thing. It's extremely it, unforgiving. It takes, it, it might take a season. To get used to yeah, it, to 100%. Get used to it. But I feel that when... These, these days, especially a club like Tottenham, which hadn't signed anyone for a good that two transfer yeah, windows, they open like they open the checkbook, brought yeah. him in. But to, obviously, the player's struggling, right? I understand. He's struggling. But yeah. when you watch him, he's slow. He's he's slow. actually really slow. I don't see much off the ball movement, no. and you can see the defenders getting frustrated because his job is to literally be 
be a constant option to the defenders. You've got to be running around Get the, the whole game. turn, and yeah. off you go. Yeah. You've got to provide them options. And that's missing yeah. from this current Tottenham team. Yeah, of course. And when you're, not, when you're a player and not performing, obviously confidence is, is pretty, yeah, it's yeah. pretty hard to come by. But when your manager's coming out going, in the first half we didn't have a midfield, he's had enough time to prove himself. But Yeah, that there, that would just shoot him, shoot him down pretty much. Of how course. can he gain confidence now after him saying that? But how would you feel if if I was your manager and I've but rather than talk to you one on one, I've gone gone straight mate, to the I press. I can't keep giving Adrian yeah. opportunities. Like he, he he's losing the ball. Yeah. He's not delivering for me. How how for how not, long can you can you cop that? Yeah. But that's Mourinho, you know. That's I think yeah, but, with with age and where like his career has gone, yeah. he's just become a bit. You know, he's a bit out of the box sort of thing. Mm. You you don't sort of say that to the press. I think the right thing here was to have a chat with him one on one, without the media around yeah. you, and say, "Look, mate, like it's not working out," sort of, of thing. Of course, but you got to. Or you got to prove yourself. But he's given Ndombele enough chances. Like, but then again, he's played nineteen times in the Premier League this yeah. year. He's only got two goals, a couple assists, if best. He's not the world beater that they're expecting no, to be, especially not. someone when you lose someone like Christian Eriksen. Yeah. you need to replace him pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't lived up to the hype. I feel for him. But Spurs are now winless in the last five games in yeah. all competitions. Yeah, they have dropped quite a few points. At one at one point, will possibly, you know, they could have been third at one stage mm. or even fourth. The yeah. way things were going, so exactly. It's be interesting. Mourinho has to step up his game Mourinho quite a bit. Mourinho hasn't adapted to modern modern leader. What would I say leadership? But being a modern coach yeah. or a modern manager, yeah. he needs to change things around. Exactly. He needs that, to change that things old around. that old way of just looking at a player with those beaming no. eyes and them freaking out. No. I think that time's no. gone. No. And you That's can't thing, yeah. trash you can't trash players no. in the media. You no. need to, yeah, in the dressing room. By all means, drag him by the ear through the floor. He has to tone it down. Yeah. That's why I call him. He's just a character in football. Yeah. Definitely. He just does things just to get you know attention on him. Of course. Of course. Well, one manager that seems like he's got, he doesn't like the limelight, but a fair bit of attention been thrown his way is David Moyes. He's oh, trying West to Ham. steer this West Ham ship. I believe that they've got enough quality to stay up. They have shown a lot. Like, they were unlucky against Liverpool, three-two. Very unlucky. I thought that. Was, I thought they were going to beat them that game. Oh, of course, oh, so did I. <laughs> um, then they had a much-needed win over Southampton, three-one. Yes. They were unlucky against the All Boys, Arsenal, one-nil. So they're they're turning up. Yeah. All right. They're turning up. They get in there. And look, they're fighting. They're, they're fighting. Look, in the last ten games, they're going to have Wolves, uh, Spurs, and Chelsea. Which, okay, they're tough teams. Yeah. Wolves will be tough. Chelsea depends on the form. Tottenham, you never know what you're going to expect from them, right? Correct. Yeah. But then when you look at their run home, Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich, Watford, United, Villa. Yeah. That you could is get, very manageable. Yeah, and you could get quite a few points in, in that little run there. But at the same time, facing Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich and they're Watford all, and they're Villa, all, they're all in the same boat. They're six-pointers. Yeah, they're all they're, in the same boat as well. They're six-pointers. So you must win them, but yeah. they have had the, the better side of the draw. Yeah, That's and sure. and they do have the better. I personally think they have a better team than those other lower teams mm-hmm. to make it happen and stay in stay the Premier out, League. Of course, and mate, I tell you what, we were always talking about Sheffield before the season, saying you know yeah. what they're going to go down. We oh, I we would we called it. We 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 thought they were going to go down again straight away. But I, I put it down to obviously there's a few things. Chris Wilder as a manager has been fantastic. Formation, but I feel their that formation's great. Their defense is great, but their goalkeeper Dan Dean Henderson. He's kept them. He's kept them up there, mate. He's one clean sheet off, obviously the uh, being number one yeah. goalkeeper at the moment. Nick Pope. It's funny that an, another fellow Englishman is on yeah. top. Jordan Pickford. I don't think he's going to get picked for the Euros. Definitely He'll not. be in the team, but he won't be in no. first choice. Having those three, it's yeah. it's a good because Joe Hart basically had no competition no, for a long course. time. Yeah, Pickford had a great World Cup, 
But I do feel that Dean Henderson... He's look, proved himself. Although he's got one clean sheet less than Nick Pope of Burnley, he he's, probably should be the best goalkeeper. Yeah. But Allison he's, missed he's, a bit of the season, that's why. Yeah, but he's definitely proved himself. Oh, that's for sure. for sure. Keeping Sheffield up there, up in the, you know, in that European battle, man, they've done really good. But you can see, you saw the determination even on the weekend against Norwich. Like He was diving at players' yeah. feet and he was pulling saves out of any... You thought, yep, goal... Oh, save, goal, save. And the good thing with Sheffield is that they're not content with just staying up in the Premier League now. They're mm-hmm. actually giving it a red hot go. Yeah. And for that European spot. And, and I think they're going to get it. I think they're going to get it too. Yeah. And I'd love to see them get it because it's about time. Yeah. Someone different. I want a in. club like that to go in. But I don't think they've got the depth or the budget to sustain it. But quali- just qualifying for that European League will give them at a least something. A bit of money, something. yeah, of yeah. course, of course. But look, like we mentioned earlier, that relegation battle, things are really heating, heating up, up. Heating up. Heating up. Norwich are pretty sure they're going to go down. Look, they've got Arsenal, Watford, Chelsea and City to come. Look, last week you told me quite possibly they might jump out because there wasn't much there. Yeah, but But, no. mate, I, I definitely think they'll remain dead last. They needed, they needed yeah. that win over Sheffield on the weekend. They couldn't even get a point out of yeah. that. So I guess they're pretty much... Dead and buried. Aston Villa, look, they they got a pretty brutal run home. Chelsea, Liverpool, United, Arsenal. They're very four hot of the and big six. Very hot and cold. This Villa team. Yeah. Very hot and cold. I think uh, Grealish will be the one to watch at the end of the season, where he's going to go. Well, I think United. United. His link with United. He'd be a good fit there, but if they go down, he definitely should stay in the Premier League. It doesn't matter where he goes. Yeah, of course. And I'm sure anyone would agree. be any team would be lucky to yeah. have him. Bournemouth. They're the second worst side of 2020, yeah. aside from Brighton. Brighton's the only team that's has yeah. won this they've, year. They've had very bad luck in their recent mm-hmm. run, haven't they? Yeah. They've had some very bad luck. They, look, they've got some very good young players in the side. Mm-hmm. But even at home, where you'd think they'd be winning games or even getting just a one point on the board, it's just not happening for them. But let's also not forget, this is the first time they've been in a relegation battle. And their players might crumble under under just the under mental pressure. pressure. That's right. Yeah. And look, the fixture list isn't really good in their in their eyes either. They've got Wolves, United, Spurs, Leicester and City yeah. to come. So again, it's it hard. doesn't get any it's easier. Hard. It's it very hard. It does not get any easier. Watford, they're terrible away from home they're not the greatest at home no. yes they beat Liverpool but I feel that look it's going to come down to their last two games and <laughs> they've got Man City and yeah. Arsenal I think this whole relegation battle will definitely be coming down to the, at least the last three games mm-hmm. and that's going to be very interesting even on the last the last game mm-hmm. I reckon it's going to be it's going to be decided on that last game so do I but look I did, look I didn't even realise till I delved deeper into West Ham season they've dropped 22 points from winning positions yeah. They've, mate, that whole thing, David Moyes, or before David Moyes, they were not doing good at all. Mm. And and to be completely honest, you sort of, at the start of the season, saw them finishing mid-table, but mm. that's definitely not the case. Yeah, no, and look, like we said before, Arsenal, Wolves, Tottenham, Chelsea to come. Wow, that's massive. There's some big hurdles yeah. for them to overcome. But well, the thing is, now with the, the, now that we're speaking about which fixtures they have coming up, it, it's also going to be hard for your... Wolves, Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal and United because they're fighting as well. So it's going to be two teams fighting for either staying in the Premier League or, or the Euro- European spot. spot. Yeah, of course. So pressure is going to play a massive part. Oh, exactly. But I think one team that's going to crumble is Brighton. Yeah, Eight I, winless look, games in 2020. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. And for we thought they had enough points to stay they, up. Yeah. We said that about, I reckon, three to four weeks ago. But since then, they have not had a good run. But they can't score or win games. That's right, that's right. But, Matt, I think they have the hardest 
fixture list coming up. Well, they've got Wolves, Arsenal, Leicester, United back to back. And then right. after that, there's just Liverpool, Liverpool and Man City. City. So realistically, you you might you might get one point out of that. Out of that, out that of those and that sixteen. Yeah, and that's massive. If your other teams like West Ham, Watford, Bournemouth are winning games, looks like our boys Aaron Moy and Matt, Matty Ryan are gonna. Yeah. If you Go can't down. win games and no. if you can't score goals, no. like as cliche as it is, yeah. you're not going to get anywhere. Oh, of course, and yeah. when you have a fixture list like that in front of you, nah, that's just you're looking at borderline zero points. Definitely. I'm pretty sure that you could almost cement the fact that they're going to be going down. Yeah. Yeah. But with this week's um, EPL wrap, like we touched on earlier, Liverpool returned to winning ways. 2-1 win over Bournemouth. Uh, very cagey affair. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth did take went, the lead, Callum Wilson. Mate, I tell you what, once they got that lead, I thought, you know what? Liverpool are a bit shaky here. Yeah. That oh, pressure's piling onto them. Well, I thought they were going to run with it. Yeah, Basala and Sadio Mane yeah. stepped up. Quick goals um, in the first half. And that, James Milner, man of the match performance. Yeah, Goal line clearance he's in the always, 80th he's, minute. He's always been an underrated player. I really, yeah, I've always been underrated. So player. underrated. But I tell you what, mate, when Mane got that ball and he, he passed it to Salah and it went a bit behind him, man, I thought they butchered it. Yeah. No, but but you, Salah, that individual effort, mate, that was that was awesome. Finished off beautifully. But like I said, that scoreline could have been extended. It could have been, could have, could, yeah. could have been a lot tighter than it yeah. was. But uh, credit to Liverpool. They needed the win, That's especially right. after losing to Watford. Yeah. Um, and that will also help them with the coming game against Atletico. Going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, your boys, 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Lucky, Mac, very lucky to scrape through to be they completely are, honest. actually helped you out this time, but mate, it was a pretty clear, clear decision. I'll tell you what, mate. Side. VAR must have heard our, our podcast last week. They must. They must have, because finally something came came good out of it. Yeah, of course. But Arsenal, they're closing in on Chelsea. They're closing in on Chelsea. However, they did not they did not have the greatest performance. But sometimes you need that. You need an ugly win. You need that ugly win, and then it, that ugly win could turn into something really, really good moving forward. Yeah, something that's turning really, really good moving forward is whatever Roy Hodgson's putting in the water at Palace. Another one new win. They're, they're getting the result. They're getting the result. They're getting the result. Jordan Ayuf, a really nice goal in the first half. And I that's it. Like they shut up shop, and that's it. Yeah, and I feel like Crystal Palace, those front, that the front three players that they have, are really sort of forming this combination and they're, they're getting the goals. Yeah, they're just doing what they've got to do to yeah, get Jordan to get A is good, Benteke's in there. They're, they're doing really well. Matt, they're, they're three wins on the trot now. Yeah. They're so up to 10th. They're just four points. Keep getting those fifth. points. They're, they're getting up there. Watford, unfortunately, look, you know, they, they had a big win against Liverpool. Yeah. I think it got a bit too high for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think they'll climb out. I think I that's think they're it. Good enough I reckon to climb they're ready out. to go to the pub now. They did what they needed to do. I beat Liverpool and, and that's Arsenal it. And everyone else. Um, <laughs> Sheffield, 1-0 win over Norwich. Pretty much sunk the Canaries, to be yeah. fair. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Sheffield are going from strength to strength. Billy Sharp, great to see him on the score yeah. sheet. Don't see him often. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Chris Wilder, he's leading this team. He's leading yeah. the charge towards Europe. And if they can make it, that will be um, a wonderful fairy tale story Man, unbelievable. for Sheffield. Unbelievable. I'm really keen to I see I really want to see them in the, in the European leagues. Same. I'd love to see them in the Champions League. That would be great. Uh, Southampton, they needed a win over Newcastle. But and somehow, Steve Bruce. Oh, mate. Somehow Newcastle gets the win. Alan St. Maxim. I just feel like they're not, they, don't, they don't belong in the Premier League with that team anyway. But it doesn't matter. They're getting, the, they're getting the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, and Southampton misfiring again. We, yeah. Week in, week out, we keep saying this. But Mate, I think ten men, look, they had a red card as yeah. well. Fair it's enough. true, but I think they rely too much on Danny Ings. Yeah, they do. They yeah. do. And I think Ings is one of those guys when he's hot, he's hot. Yeah. When it slows down, goals are very hard to come very by from hard. him, which yeah. is, I think, they why Liverpool offloaded him, yeah, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. And they don't, like Southampton don't really have any other 
really like these goal scorers you can rely on. Yeah, there's not. I can't say anyone in the team that you can rely on. Yeah, of course. Brighton, look, nil all with Wolves. That was a surprise. I was expecting Wolves to steamroll. That Brighton. was a surprise. I really expected Wolves, especially at home, mm-hmm. to get at least a goal on the score sheet. They needed like, and Dendonka had a great chance. Yeah, in the ninetieth. 90th, yeah, right at the end. Going, but oh. the thing is, you know, these results like this with Wolves and. If there's a result like that in the other teams in the European battle, mate, it's just a few points different that could it. change the whole thing. The whole complexion the whole thing. I hear. And like I said, Burnley, they're even pushing high too. Chris Wood, he's loving the, he's loving the goals yeah. at the moment. One all draw with Tottenham. Uh, Good but, result for Burnley, of course. Yeah, yeah. And look, Deli Ali getting on the score share that yeah. penalty. But look, the draw doesn't really help Spurs. No, definitely not. Um, they, they need points. They need More points. More than anyone, Spurs need points. Yeah. Um, and so does Mourinho, but like I said, it's so uncharacteristic of him how he's managing this team yeah. and uh, the way that they're playing. Uh, to be completely honest, I think not having Kane there it's plays a, a very, and very... Son. Uh, Son, Kane, losing Ericsson, I think it's they've been punched a few times, to be mm-hmm. completely honest. So I think they're going to have to get back up next season. I'm sure Mourinho will be... Sp- Spending some cash, that's for sure. Oh, he'd definitely need to. He'd definitely need to. Otherwise, he would just walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, in typical Mourinho fashion. But one very surprising result this week was Everton. 4-0 crushing Mate, loss to I, Chelsea. I really did not expect this. I I wasn't expecting it. I was surprised to see Ross Barkley playing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is he doing? Um, yeah. But I tell Unbelievable. You what, he orchestrated it, mate. Assist left, right, centre. Very surprising, very surprising result. And to another interesting stat, Ancelotti's never played against Chelsea. Yeah, mate, I can't believe that. You told, me that them. you told me that earlier, and surely, surely one of his teams would have versed Chelsea. But, yeah. mate, that, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Not a first, not a good first sort of uh, um, experience at yeah, Chelsea. Exactly, and it's the first time he returned to Stanford Bridge since yeah. he got sacked almost 10 years ago. But I'll um, tell you what, Mason Mount, he has been one of the real achievers. Him I and Tammy Abraham, I feel like he, he sort of quietened down a bit. It, yeah, well, in the middle there, they I haven't feel like had the, quite down. But you see that with the young kids, yeah. they shoot up, and then once the adrenaline yeah. dies off, then they they kind of take yeah, her out yeah. a bit, and then well, they shoot up again. Well, hopefully this goal shoots shoots up again. Um, but Tammy Abraham, I think he's another one that sort of quite yeah. down. Well, so look, your mate Giroud got on the score sheet. Pedro, got it. I think Pedro is extremely underrated. You reckon? I reckon yeah. he's done, mate. Yeah, he is, but he he's one of those guys you can rely on, and yeah. I think. Teams look at him and going, ah, oh, he's a bit aged. Like, what's he really going to do? But maybe tell you what, he's getting up on score sheet. Maybe he deserves to be in a team like Wolves. Maybe. How good would that be? Yeah, they'll probably all speak the same language. <laughs> um, but tell you what, Everton, they've now gone four years without a goal at Stamford Bridge. Wow. Wow. That's that's a crazy stat. Mm. That is unbelievable. Yeah, right. Wow. There must be just some bogey team, eh? Of course, mate. But uh, tell you what, number four was, was the number this week, and especially if your team's wearing blue because Leicester... Pummel Villa 4-0. Unbelievable. That's good. And Jamie Vardy back on the score sheet. It's about time. About time. He's up there with top goal scorer. Yeah. So, mate. Villa's struggling, but one shot, one shot on target in this game, 35% possession. It's pretty, I just feel like they've given up, mate. But look, they're Villa, not giving it a go. They're Villa more than anyone. Go. That game in hand against Sheffield, they need to get a result yeah, they somehow need that. They because need that'll that. take them out of yeah. the relegation for a week anyway. Of course. Of course. So, they're going to really be, I guess, that one fixture could, could make change, or break yeah. it mentally. Yes, mentally. Um, but tell you what, mentality-wise, our match of the week lived up to all the hype. Definitely. Manchester derby, United 2-0 win Manchester over City. has turned red again. I tell you what, Bruno, Unbelievable. I think, I, it, I think it's a lot. 
Yeah, keep going, mate. Yeah, Bruno, Bruno Fernandez for me. And and who called that? You did. Who yeah, called I, that? I thought he might need a bit more time. Nah, mate. He settled in. So he well. has settled in, and that's the the player they needed the most. Yeah. yeah. He, he that's that's what they were missing. One hundred. And and hats off to Ole. Yeah. For signing him and and having faith in him, you know, his his that motivation for the whole team has picked up so much since he's come to the side. Well, look, I feel that he's really added to that. Fight. Yeah, he's replaced massive. that that fact that, that I was missing by Rashford. They had, yeah, that's right. And Ma- and Martial's getting on the score sheet as well. Yeah, well, tell you what, Scott McTominay, Mate, what, what a, a goal. finish to sink him. What a Edison goal. had a Edison probably had his worst shocker. Game of his life. He had a shocker. Two genuine howlers from him because he should have had that. The shot from Martial. That's right. He def- a goalkeeper like him should have easily had that. But United are now ten games unbeaten in all competition. But, but the like hats off to United. They kept. They didn't concede a goal. Mm-hmm. Like the United of old, mate. You would have seen possibly a, a two or draw here. Yeah. You know what I mean. So hats off to United. I, I think they're in red hot form, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're going to cement their European, the European spot for next year. Yeah. No. I feel that this is this game is a turning point yeah. in United season, especially under Ole. I think that was definitely a turning point, and having Fernandez, like we said, in the team, I think it's only it's only up. It's it's going to go upwards. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But this weekend again, another blockbuster round because the games are coming thick and fast. You've got the catch up game good. on Thursday with Arsenal away to Man City. That's right. That doesn't feature as part of this uh, match week thirty, which is what we're up to this yeah. week. But uh, to kick it off will be Watford Leicester. They're the early kickoff. But look, I, I guess a win for Leicester only brings them closer to Man City. But yeah. they're pretty much cemented that yeah. European spot. So look, I don't think I don't think Leicester will. Will fall short. If anything, it'll be a draw just mm-hmm. because it's at home at Watford. Yeah, but if Watford can get a result there, that'll really help. Yeah, them. of course. That'll definitely course. really help. Them. Bournemouth Palace, interesting one. Interesting one, but Bournemouth to, at home could get a result. But that's what we'd always think. I, I think Crystal Palace will get the win here because they're in a bit of form. Yeah, three in a row. Yeah, definitely means make something. it happen. Brighton at home to Arsenal. Ooh, uh, look, I think Arsenal's too strong, but oh. I guess Brighton they're still searching for that first win. One win for them. We'll take. We'll, we'll be we'll, fine. We'll be huge. Yeah. Like, that would be massive. I don't think he's going to come against Arsenal. Just they need to find those goals. Well, of course. City host Burnley. Burnley are pushing for a European spot. If if they Burnley are. can produce an upset, and if results and, do go their way, they could find themselves in eighth position. And that's a thing. A lot of people sort of forget about your Burnleys and Crystal Palaces because they're mid table. Yeah. But this year, mid table. They're only two points behind Tottenham and yeah. one point behind Arsenal. Yeah, and they're six points behind fifth. Well, that's unbelievable. It's two games. Yeah, it's, it's two it's games. Just... And I tell you what, if they take this major scalp of Man City, wow. Look, I don't think it's going to happen. Like I said, I don't see Man City losing a, a game after what happened to them again. The but derby. you know what? That's what we thought earlier the year, True. especially when they lost True. against Any, Norwich. Anything is possible. And anything is possible. Anything is possible. They've lost seven. Uh, Newcastle hosts Sheffield. I don't see anything stopping Sheffield. Sheffield, they're, they're in gunning for European spot. They know it's well and truly alive. It's no longer one of those, we may get there, no, we may not. Right. No. This is on for yeah. all money. They're gunning for it. Yeah. So I really hope Sheffield, the Blades, can produce a yeah. result there. Norwich hosts Southampton. Both teams needing a win. Norwich, I guess, it, look, they're six points away from safety. It's still, I don't think it's going to happen. It's still but, alive for but them. This is a this is a team. Southampton's a team that they could possibly get the three points. They could from. probably catch them. So yeah. and that just puts more pressure on the ones just above them yeah. and makes it more interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go with Norwich. Hopefully, your mate Pookie can do something for a change. Oh man, I'm getting Ings on the score sheet. <laughs> Villa host Chelsea again. Yeah. Uh, look, after Chelsea, Chelsea I think they're too strong. Yeah, after that, I think the motivation's high. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll continue that streak. Yeah, so do I. West Ham host Wolves. 
So it'll be an interesting game. Mm. It'll be a very interesting game because the fact that West Ham's borderline relegation zone, um, I, I think they're going to get the win. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. On you're with one. me? Yeah, yeah you yeah, reckon they'll be Wolves? I think they've, I, I kind think of they've got a bit complacent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because they're, they're doing well, they've also got the other European competitions yeah, to worry right. about too. Yeah. But um, having said that, you never know. Uh, I was expecting know. Wolves to win last week. That didn't happen, but I'm going to go West Ham. Yep. Spurs host United. Mate, this is my match of the week. Yeah, Mourinho's back at United. At United, and I tell you what, knowing him in Mourinho fashion, he will yeah, he'll pull do something. something. He'll pull something and out of, out of you know what. annoy the hell out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're not a United supporter, it would just annoy you because you'd be like, ha-ha. It'll be interesting. I, I really do, like, look, I, I'd... With Manchester United, I, I don't like them, obviously, mm-hmm. because of history. Yeah. However, I'm really enjoying watching them play yeah, now I think with that, Bruno. I think they're, they're doing really well. Yeah. Once Rashford comes out, they're going to be a force next to year. To reckon with, yeah, 100%. Then I feel Chelsea as well next year will be really good. Yeah. City, I think they're going to start to decline. Yeah. Look, if that ban goes through... They're definitely going to decline yeah. because which players are going to they who they're going to buy yeah. exactly. But that also tests loyalty, which yeah. will be an interesting. Well, one we for know them. there's no loyalty in the game these days. Exactly, and the, to round off this round is the Merseyside derby with Everton hosting Liverpool. Uh, if results do go Liverpool's way, Everton could be forming a guard of honor for Liverpool's first Premier League yeah. at Goodison How Park. How good will that like, be? Like what? You, you can't write that story better. If it was United. Forming the guard of honor. No, it doesn't matter. No, but Everton, oh, okay. no you got to cool. remember Liverpool, yeah. Everton. That's oh, no, the Merseyside no, no, derby. No, no, no. Um, but the, like, imagine that. Imagine yeah, being no. an Everton fan. Look, there is a possibility. However, yeah. I don't think it would happen. I'm also predicting Everton to get a draw out of this game. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with something. Not Here that I'm go. superstitious or don't sentimental. Hit, please don't hit me. But okay, yeah. Liverpool lost the title last year away at Goodison Park. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wouldn't it be fitting? Tell me, look, don't call me crazy. I'm not calling you crazy. I feel the stars are aligning are for City to lose to Arsenal, yeah. to lose to Bournemouth. That, mate. And that, like, it's just, it's, it's right. a fairy tale waiting to happen. All right. I'll, you know what I'll do for you? I'll, I'll put a fiver on that. Okay. All winnings go to me. Sorry about that, That's, mate. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind because when I get a message from you going, I can't believe you actually want it because it still hasn't sunk in Then we'll me. both be happy, mate. Yeah. I'll win money I, and that's it. I'm just waiting for it to be signed, sealed, delivered that it can't... It's happened, mate. No, it's already no, happened. No, no. You can say that you've already won a Premier League. We haven't. All right. I'm still waiting. All right. Okay. I'm still waiting, but maybe maybe this, this what round if could cor- be... What if coronavirus hits, mate? And then that's it. Premier League shut down. Doesn't matter as long as we mathematically win in advance. I'm happy. Fair that's enough. why I want to seal it as quickly as possible. Okay. <laughs> but big week coming up. Big week, and they're getting like we said, thick and fast. Oh, it's getting so good. And it's getting so it's heated. Getting so good. It's definitely not for the faint heart. I'm loving it. Sure, loving it. Time now for TFB rewind. Uh, interesting flashback. I thought I'd catch you off guard with this one. Kevin Keegan. Mate, you've definitely caught me off guard Kevin with this one. Keegan. Forgotten. He's a forgotten name. Of course. Like even he was a great player, great manager. Well, maybe not the greatest manager, but. Great player, nonetheless. Um, so he played for Newcastle, Southampton, Liverpool, and he had a stint at Hamburg, Hamburg. as well. Um, he went on to manage Newcastle, Fulham, uh, and Man City, and as well as the, the England national team. Of course, well. the national team, and I think he was a big name as part of that national team. Well, to be fair, in the, the in the period of the 1970s and 80s, he was described as the, arguably the best English superstar to attract the modern media spotlight. Now, that's massive in the 70s and 80s. When you see his head, yeah. when you Google Kevin Keegan, you're like, who is this guy? But Man, then when you Google, when you Google, you think he's his, a Beatle. when you yeah, when you Google his name, you're like, wait a minute, is this the same person? Mm-hmm. You just see that 70s haircut, yeah. mate. Unbelievable. Of course, but like he, he really his career started at Scunthorpe United, then he moved to Liverpool. 
Uh, he won three at that time. It's called First Division title, which is yeah, equivalent Premier to the Premier League. League. Uh, he won the UEFA Cup twice, the FA Cup and the European Cup. Yeah. Major um, success at Liverpool. First English English Cup in 1972. Um, he then moved to Hamburg in 77. At Hamburg, he was named the European Footballer of the Year. Jeez, that's 78 a, that, and 79, back massive, to back. That's massive, man. That's massive. Back, back to back, back years. Yeah. Jeez. Won the Bundesliga and he reached the European Cup final. Unfortunately, they didn't win. Um, then he moved, returned to England and moved to Southampton. Spent a couple of years um, before he finally finished up at Newcastle. Um, with, they were in the second division yeah. at the time, 1982. Um, he helped Newcastle gain promotion and then retired a couple of years later in 84 um, with 63 caps for England, scoring 21 international goals. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Fun fact, he then played two games for Blacktown City in the Mate, old NSL. You told me that and I was like, what are you talking about? Exactly. In the good old days, NSL. Yeah, seven years after that, fast but, forward to 92. Yeah, he, he's very well known for his time as manager. Yeah, exactly. And that's at Newcastle United. Yeah, and that came seven years later the yep. year I was born. Yep. You already won. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, in 1992. <laughs> um, and he gained promotion to the Premier League with Newcastle in that year. Yeah. Um, they then finished second in 95-96. Uh, although they were leading for most of that year, unfortunately, they could, could have been Of course, home. and I think that those were the good old days when Alan Shearer was in the team. Mm-hmm. So he's very well known at Newcastle, that's for sure. 100%. But then it was followed by Spoils of Fulham, uh, like we touched on earlier, England national team. He managed them for a little bit. Um, basically, he just he he didn't take the team to the World Cup. I don't understand why. Um, <laughs> he became manager of Man City in two thousand and one. He was there for four years. Yeah. Then he went on a bit of a hiatus. Um, returned for his second spell with Newcastle United in Norway. He was only there for a few months. Yeah. Um, he had his then, great times back in the day, 92, 95. But too often you see these managers come, dispute with the directors. More than likely it's about transfers. Yeah, yeah. And then, of boom, course, yeah, shown yeah, the door. Yeah. But to be fair, Kevin Keegan played over 895 games, scored 317 goals for both club Massive. and country. Massive career. Massive career. But that's a lot of he's, that's a lot of cases. He's definitely, yeah, 100%. But he's definitely a forgotten name. Not many people would remember him. Yeah, of course. Probably but the, like, the man that coached Alan Shearer. Mm, yeah, man, that's of a, I hear. Massive, maybe massive. maybe next week he might feature on TFB Rewind. Oh, all right. Yeah, that'll yeah, be interesting enough. surprise. Sure, no, I'm man. definitely not bring, gonna put that in. Bring him on. <laughs> Tom right. now for our sports flick goal of the week, and that goes to Scott McTominay for you that second strike, you can't that go late past strike that. for United against Man City. You can't go past that one. I love the first the long time range long range hits. goals. Mid mid half. Right. First time. Mate. Boom. And you know what I really liked about that goal? The bench of the United, they just went up and they were just cheering and mate, they knew that they had it. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I don't think they've had that feeling for a very long time. Me too. And no. to see McTominay on the score sheet again, very, very good young prospect. Yeah, of course. And he's going to be in for a nice pay rise, big contract. Oh, 100%. This season. That's for, he's the lowest earner at the moment. And he's on peanuts right yeah, now. But he, I'll tell you what, that peanuts is going to become a lot of... A lot of <laughs> macadamia nuts. Definitely. Yep. Well, very, very nice. Very, very nice, nice, yeah. Very nice. But I'll tell you what, he takes out our Sports League Goal of the Week. Uh, with the FIFA, <laughs> which oh, I'll let you lead into. No, 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 FIFA. I'm okay. okay. Okay, all right, I'll do it then. Oh, yeah. um, I'm, so I'm we, still feeling it, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> we drew uh, we drew fixture number eight, which was West Ham at home to Wolves. I drew West Ham, Adrian drew Wolves. And I actually wanted Wolves, you know. Yeah, I know. You, yeah. Before, you're like, I want to get Wolves. All yeah. right, and then you basically picked it out of the hat, you got him. Mate, to be fair, you... I got the 1-0 one, one lead, and I, I was very confident. I was like, on oh, here we go again. Yeah. I had him earlier when you were meant to, yeah. but this time it was a bit more realistic. <laughs> yeah. But I felt that it was still very, very neck and neck, very tight. Tight Mate. both sides. Mate, tight both sides. Then you you scored a goal. Sweaty goal. Sweaty goal. Sweaty goal. It wasn't the best goal, but, but it, it was a goal, whatever. Lanzini, I'm not complaining about that. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Extra time. Mate, shots were flying everywhere. Anything on target was like, oh. Everywhere. 
Well, I'm pretty sure I bruised your knee there. I punched you a few times. Yeah, Sorry about that. It, uh, it doesn't matter. So we're un- unable to score, yep. unfortunately. Then he went to penalties. Penalties. And, you know, guys, like we all know FIFA 20 and their penalties. FIFA? I think every FIFA after like 2010 I'm, I'm gonna, has been I'm, ridiculous. I have to write a petition. Okay. They've got to change penalties in FIFA moving forward. Yeah, I think Mate, in the past I, it was too easy to score. Now it's too hard to score. But the thing is, if you want to aim, if you want to aim your shot, I don't know one person that plays FIFA who's confident in scoring a penalty. Yep. If, if you aim your controller, your joystick to the right or the left, it's not going to go there, mate. It's going to go into the crowd. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, and that's what happened to me. But well, that's what happened, happened to, to both me. of us. And you still always, you know what? Although we've got no idea how to take pens, it always comes down to the last pen. Have you noticed that? Yes, it always does. It always comes out the last and, pen. And it's always the same result. I lose. <laughs> I lose, mate. But you got to get the, you got to get those winners in golden goal. Far so out. that was, uh, that was, I think it was 3 2 was the penalty, penalty result. Yeah. A few uh, misses there. So but obviously, it goes yeah. down for another win for me, mate. It's, the gap's getting bigger. The gap's getting bigger. And I really, really thought I had it in the bag today. You were sweating bullets, but of course I was. I think I need. A, I definitely need to have a shower tonight. Yeah, no, no. it's one of the, it's a mental thing. Yeah, it's I think it's a mental, mental. thing. You need to you need to play ah. with it, but then also you got to set your team up. Mate, that's true. I'm I'm one FIFA player to not touch my team or make any subs. Well, and then mate. you, on the other hand, attacking formation. You have to. Well, no. did it did it produce results? Have Look, you looked at the ladder? Yeah, but it's penalties. It doesn't matter. All right, I'll do that. You know that. what? I was struggling. Half time, yeah. I went to three at the back, yeah. which is pretty brave considering Very brave. Ogbonna is so slow. You know what I'm going to do next time? Diop turns like a semi-trailer. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what I'll do next time. If I'm in a, in a lead, one nil lead, I'm parking the bus. That, Seven the, at the back, six at the back, whatever. Doesn't matter. Six the, at the back, two up front. That's it. We all know. Done. We all know parking the bus doesn't doesn't do anything. It's all right. I'll get Mourinho to help anything, me out. It's more satisfying I'll get, when you break it down. I'll get Mourinho to help yeah, me out. Please, mate. please. You're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> uh, time now for TFB Extra Time, and this is where I'm going to pass the mic to you, mate. Mate. This is where we put each other on the spot. It's Take interesting it this week. Very interesting this week. I'm yep. not sure if you saw yourself. Um, <laughs> FA Cup was very interesting. Yes. Last, last week. Uh, but one very interesting part of it was... Um, Norwich against Tottenham. Yes. So that went to penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a bit of an alteration in the crowd. Um, Mr. Dyer yeah. jumped the fence. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Going into the crowd, yeah. starts fighting with someone. Yeah, with a fan or something. Mate, I want to know, what would your punishment be? What would my punishment be? Okay. Well, what's thought... a sufficient punishment for this act? Okay. All right. So let's let's work it back. First of all, have you seen this happen before? Yes. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, well, look, not, not to not, this scale. Not, not at Bonnerig or yeah, anything nah, like that? Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Not local. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> these are professionals, right? <laughs> However, similarly, uh, Eric Cantona. Yeah, oh, kicked, of course. Yeah, yeah. The fan, yeah, but yeah. that was... But that's still him. still not jumping the fence. Yeah, I know. Exactly. He still put boot to faces. Yeah, and I think but he got anyway. a nine-month ban at that time. What we deserve. All right, if you're going to use that as a scale... To assess yeah. what's happened here, okay. Look, I don't feel. I feel the club will definitely find him wages, and like it's a, Tottenham can't afford to suspend him. Tottenham, this is Tottenham. Right? Yes, Tottenham yes, can't yes. afford to Be- suspend because him. of their situation. Yes, okay, because they need him, but they yeah. need to make an example of him. Yeah, right? no, hundred percent. But where does the FA jump in? One and this is where I was going to come to. Okay, so because I feel that it's happened off the field, yeah, Tottenham jurisdiction goes out the window. Because yes. this is now an FA problem. That's right. As okay? soon as soon as you go off the field, I think that's yeah. where they even need. on the field, it's an FA problem. Yeah. 
but to a certain extent, obviously they're not going to get involved for tackles and that. Obviously, yeah, yeah, racism, yeah. different story. Of course, yeah. Um, but once you, I think once you jump the fence, your club can't do anything. But right? not just jump the fence, climbing up rows and rows. They, yeah. they weren't in the front three rows. Man. I know. They it was were like, like the second tier. Yeah. So I feel a, a substantial punishment. I'll, I feel two month ban. You, two month ban. Eight well, weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's an interesting interesting thought there. I'll tell you what, or what happened was apparently uh, his brother was in the stand. Yep. So he saw that or whatever the case was and he went to have a fight with one of the guys. Yep. Mate, for me, I, I think it should be much longer because, mate, the thing is you're jumping the fence, getting mm-hmm. into the crowd. You could hurt quite a few people. Yeah. And, and that's not, that's very selfish no, and yeah. unsports there's oh, no sportsmanship 100%, there 100% but I feel um, as a minimum yeah. 8 weeks that's Min- it has months. to be minimum look if Cantona's he, he should, gonna he get should also he should also get so you think this is less like no no look Cantona kicked a fan yeah okay starts uh, first I think uh, Dyer Dyer approached him yeah, yeah. now it's not confirmed if he whether he hit, hit or, whatever. or whatever yeah, so yeah. look the fact that he was provoked that's why I'm, I'm looking at yeah. it on what I've seen yeah yeah I feel that 8 weeks is sufficient yeah um Unless, uh, like, I guess, unless there's another angle that shows, look, if you hit the fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. six months off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For me, once you physically hit, yeah. like, brushing up against the fan, but you, story. a player should never get involved in that. I agree yeah. with you. But I feel that two months is, two is months. fair, considering you didn't actually do anything to him. Yeah. But I feel if he hit him, six months minimum. Yeah, fair enough. But, but it's I think just, two, two months is I, a fair. I think his career is gonna go downwards it's right like now a downward spiral. to be completely honest yeah but something interesting was that Mourinho sort of backed him up after the match well i guess you had to. so he he pretty much said if i was in his shoes i would have done the same thing and that's his way of downplaying however it. i'm sure he'll pull him aside and go yeah of course, that you weren't supposed of course. to do that however however how many times in in history or in the past have has have this situation come up where you know they might have a player might have family in the crowd or whatever, and they hear something. Mm. But we've never seen someone just jump the fence jump and, and go yeah. for it. Especially after losing, yeah. it makes it even yeah. worse. Compounds it. That's right. Look, yeah. for all we know that that could be a cover up that it was his brother got provoked. That's true. That's true. Because I'm sure that probably wouldn't be the first yeah. time. However, I don't feel that just, professional athletes yeah. should no, behave that they way. They should never. That was they not need to set an example. Was and, not, and that's why I think the ban should be quite hefty. Yeah. To to prove to other players that. There's no way that you can be doing this. This shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. Yeah. But look, so I, I, I'm very interested to see what happens now. I wonder, and yeah. I wonder if they're just going to make it go away. Well, that's that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I hope see. they make coronavirus go away. Watch but this space. That's another story. Watch this space. Maybe Eric Dyer's going to was staunching the virus. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, interesting point. Very good question. Very I good like question. that. Yeah. Very good question. Something different, you know. Yeah. I hope you're satisfied with the answer. Uh, I'm I'm sort of satisfied. I want a, a longer ban. We'll see. Minimum three months. Is that because you're an Arsenal fan? No, 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 no. It's got nothing to do with that. If you're an Arsenal fan, three years. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll agree to that. But, mate, uh, that's all we've got time for this week. Um, we hope you guys have really enjoyed the show. Don't forget to uh, like, send us a like on Facebook. Uh, send us a follow on Instagram. We'd love to know your thoughts. Feel free to comment on all of our posts that we put up. Slide into our DMs. We'd love to know what you guys have to say. If, you, if there's anything you want added to the show, um, Adrian and I put a lot of effort in, but you, it's all based on the listeners. Of course. We wouldn't be where we are without you guys. So please don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, also, for 
new and existing subscribers of Sports Fleek, don't forget to favorite the Football Breakdown. You can also catch a repeat of the episode on Football Nation Radio's app on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Also on SoundCloud with all any other episode that you may have missed out on. But pretty much, guys, get yourself geared up because this <laughs> this last few months is going to get very, very interesting, interesting. And I cannot wait to see cannot how it unfolds, wait. mate. Up the Gunners. Um, please, please. If we win the league this next week, our feature song yeah, is going to be You'll Never Walk Alone. Uh, fair enough. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> but that's pretty much all we've got time for, guys. From myself, Adrian, and the entire team of the Football Breakdown, it's goodbye for another week. See you later. Take it easy, guys.